Let's go, you boomer. Let me in the dang room. What, I mean, seriously, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I hit the same buttons every day. You know, it's to me, it's an Instagram issue. And I'm going to have to call these people on Instagram because they're usually so easy to get a hold of. People are saying this is the most exhilarating part of the show, seeing if we can actually connect together. <laughs> a, I agree with them. And B, I have to take a look at how we're doing this show in that case. But, <laughs> but it was a weird day yesterday. We only had three games. I mean, I can't ever remember a game or a, a, a day in the early part of the season where you only have three games. That's, yeah, that, was, that was a weird one. Strange day. Yeah. All right. Let's get to it. Uh, interesting series starting today at Fenway. A uh, pair of second-place teams. you got Houston coming to town. Now, this is their first visit in front of fans since the whole scandal. Do you think that they will be treated better or worse than the way that Yankee fans treated them when they visited the Bronx? I don't see how any Red Sox fan can boo the Astros unless they boo their manager every <laughs> single day. That doesn't make any sense to me, Chris. Do you know what I mean? That's the answer I was looking for. That's but looking you know for. there's going to be people that do it because, you know, that's just the way of the world. I don't know, man. I'm excited about the matchup, not because of any of that, but because these are two really damn good teams going at mm -hmm. it. Uh, cool pitching matchups, too. I love that Greenkey's throwing in Boston. He's been absolutely lights out. He's So he pitched against the Padres, shut him down like eight innings pitched. Um, then the Blue Jays, nine innings pitch, and now he's gets, he gets the Red Sox. That's a three-game gauntlet. Maybe he'll go and 10 innings. If he he might go that. 10. Who knows? So I'm excited about the series. But, yeah, if they start booing the Astros, like, I will laugh. I will laugh <laughs> because the world is a silly place. But you know what? I wouldn't – and it, it has nothing to do with Boston's fan base. Sometimes fans don't fully think through things before yeah. they open their mouths. We know that that has happened before. Me too. Yes, that is true. Yeah. That is true. We've all been there. Yeah. I agree. I just think it's going to be a good series. It'll be fun baseball. Say whatever you want about the Astros. They're not going anywhere. They were Plouffe's preseason American League pennant winning pick. Yeah. But there you go. Yeah, this is a playoff matchup. This is. This is mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. All right. Now, somebody just put in the chat, hey, Rose, did you hear about Kelnick getting sent down? Well, oddly enough, that is the second topic today. He's hitting under 100. Uh, he's the prize prospect of the Seattle Mariners. Are you surprised he got sent down? No, but they they handled this so poorly as an organization. Okay, yeah, he started off in AAA. He wasn't going to start off in the biddies because they told him that he wasn't, basically because they wanted to manipulate his service time. And then when they finally did call him up, they acted like he was going to be the savior of that team and put so much pressure on this kid. I said from day one, this He's not going to be a savior for this offense. He's not going to lead him to the playoffs because baseball is not like that. You know, you can't have a guy come up and say, here it is, kid. It's all on you. A guy that's, you know, had very few plate appearances at the top levels of the minor leagues coming into the big leagues. It's a huge jump. So I think they put way too much pressure on him. He probably put a ton of pressure on himself and you could see it in his at bats. He was struggling. So like, I'm not surprised they sent him down. I don't, he doesn't have anything to prove in the minor leagues. He has to prove at the big league level now. And if I'm them, they are, they're not going anywhere this year. Let the kid learn in the big leagues. Like if he goes down there, like, I guess you could say this, you could say he needs to go like work on his swing in the minor leagues. But to me, 
it's it's better to get those at bats and plate appearances at the major league level. So it's, so it's wait, a weird so dynamic. Saying they should they should not have sent him down. I could go either way. I really could. It, you could just let him struggle, but I think maybe mentally he wouldn't like that because you know you're in the big leagues, you're in the public eye. In the minor leagues, if you struggle and you're working on things, no one cares. So I get why they would do it, but I think he just needs more. He's 21 years old, dude. Like right. he needs some plate appearances. Like he's not. He wasn't going to come out and just light the world on fire because that's not how it works. Okay, so he's hitting 096. Yes. You know, the first few weeks of a year when you're really struggling and they put your your stats up on the scoreboard and you're walking up to the plate like, Jesus, really? Like, how much does that weigh on you, particularly when you're a young kid that hasn't had any success at this level? If you're a veteran, you're five or six years in, you know things are going to turn around. How hard is that on somebody? It's so hard because it's the jumbotron, man, and it's – sports center and it's all you can't escape it people say oh just don't look at your numbers good luck there's a hundred foot screen <laughs> that shows them every time you go up to the plate you know so yeah. um look he's gonna go down he, he was hitting 370 when he got called up he's gonna go hit 370 on his way down and then he's gonna get called back up and maybe then he'll be like hey i've been here before i i can do this like he it's just a matter of time for this kid, but they need to stop putting so much damn pressure on him. Well, but see, see, here's what I don't get is how are they putting pressure on him? I mean, I know they hit him toward the top of the lineup a lot, which mm -hmm. I get, but nobody came in and said, here he is. I mean, Nat, whether he came up at 21 or 22, that was going to be our reaction. I remember I was super excited about it and he debuted against the Indians. And when he walked to the plate, Ploof, I'm telling you, he looked like a major leaguer, right? There's some guys that walk up there and you can see it in their eyes. They're terrified. This guy had all the swag in the world, and it just obviously didn't translate, in part because he had a swing and miss rate of 35% on off-speed pitches. And guys tell me forever that when you get up to this level, the breaking stuff is just ungodly. You just you don't see it in the minors the way you do here, and that will corkscrew you into the ground every it, at bat. But. It's, it, and you know, the difference between AAA and the big leagues is the consistency of good pitching. In AAA, you're going to see one or two – major league pitchers on that team you come to the big leagues and like everybody's good like every single guy is good the fifth starter okay here i'm gonna this we're going a little long on this one but i had a series in triple a and who was it that was pitching somebody really good for the red sox was pitching and he shut us out and our our pitching coach was pissed at us. He was kicking the trash can. And I go up to him. I said, Floyd, like, why are you so mad? This guy's this guy's a stud. He's the best pitcher in the league, probably. And he goes, you think this guy is going to be an ace in the big leagues? He's going to be a fifth starter in the big leagues. If you can't hit him, if we can't hit him, none of you guys are going to be big leaguers. <laughs> and that really resonated with me. That's the truth, man. Yeah. Yeah, so. it'll get you. All right, listen, we wish him luck. He'll be back up here at some point this yes. year. Hopefully he just takes a breather. He'll be fine. We both agree that the Mariners – this is why I'm wearing your cap today. I'm trying to give you a little love, trying to send you some good good money. Nice cap, too. Yeah, solid. Number three, we're about 60 games in for each team. Which team will improve most in the next 60 from their first 60? It doesn't mean that they're going to have the best record in baseball. It means they're going to show the most improvement from the second set of 60 than from the first set of 60. Well, I'm going to do a little bit of self-service here. I'm giving this to Mets, the Mets. Mets Twitter does really? not like me. I've been I've been mean to the Mets all season <laughs> long. But the more and more I look at the team, the more and more I like them. Their pitching has been phenomenal. It's been carrying them pretty much. They have a lot of offensive um, 
they have a lot of people on offense that haven't even showed up yet. Right. True. So Dom Brown is not, or excuse me, Dom Smith, Dominic Brown's Phillies guy. Dom Smith yeah. is not a 704 OPS guy. Right. Francisco Lindor is not a 647 OPS guy. You know, That's Jeff right. McNeil's hurt. Brandon Nimmo's hurt. Like Pete Alonso, he's sitting seven, at 770 OPS. Yeah. He's better than that. So I think their offense is going to get better. I believe in their in their pitching. So I think they're going to improve a ton. I think we're looking at a team that's a viable World Series contender. And, and I, yeah, have to, I, I had to too. change my tune on them. And, and they haven't been terrible. So to improve significantly from their first 60 to their next 60, they're really going to have to make a jump, but they might have it in them. Okay, listen closely. The Minnesota Twins. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. Okay. In part because they have been so bad. Been tonight so is bad. game number 60. So even if they win tonight against the Yankees, they're still going to be 10 games under 500. If they play 500 ball the next 60, I'm winning this thing. Yeah. And so they don't have to be great. They just have to not be terrible, which is what they've been. And I get it. Their next two series against New York and then Houston. But other than that, the only really, really good team that they play until the All-Star break is the Chicago White Sox. And I think if you were to go into that clubhouse, they're sitting there going, we're not this much worse than everybody else in our division. What the hell's going on here? Like, we feel like we're still a, at least a wild card team. I would see if they want to feel like they can ramp it up the next three weeks. So I keep my, my eye on the Minnesota Twins. I like that one because, like you said, they've been really, really bad. There's articles right now, Chris, people I follow in the Twins Twitter sphere that said this is the most disappointing team of all time. Oh, they, so, like, no. the, fan base, yeah. the fan base is mad. No, no, no. Hey, go, go check out some of those – teams in like the early 80s when i was just growing up they were they were dog shit These, i want them to be better because they are a better team than they've shown they are absolutely um, so i like that uh, one uh full slate after only three games on the docket last night give me one starting pitcher you're focusing on and why uh carlos rodon is the guy i want to see tonight is that your guy too yeah. <laughs> He's going up against the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays break. Carlos has been really good. I, I think it's just a cool matchup to watch. That's who I was going with. You're <laughs> right, because the Blue Jays are number one in the American League in homers. They're number two overall in OPS. Here's the interesting thing about Rodon. His ERA is 198, and that's the highest it's been all year. He has mm -hmm. been phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But if you look at his innings pitched, he's only gone past the sixth inning one time, and that was in that no-hitter against my tribe. Like, I want to see if he can get a little deeper into games. He's had some huge strikeout games. He's tied for fifth in the American League for most strikeouts. It's just, for whatever reason, his pitch count gets really high. And you've faced yeah. him before, right? Yeah, he's, cause he, he's not a pinpoint guy, so you can, right. you can run up the count on him. But he's nasty. Yeah. So he gets a lot of swings and misses. So, you know, that early contact, soft contact outs, he doesn't really get that much. Yeah. Uh, so his pitch his pitch count does get up there, but just a phenomenal matchup between a guy who totally. obviously has no hit stuff. We've already seen one this year from him, uh, and a team that absolutely bangs the ball. I love. That. All right now, by the way, is it good news for me or bad news for you that we're on the same wavelength when we were deciding? Dude, we I think we're we're getting this thing. Me and you it's together. Like, yeah, it's, we're we're like morphing into the same baseball brain, which I don't know is good for you. I have to tell you, I've lived in I like this brain it. for a while. It's not fun place. All right, last one. This is fun. Your mean Mercedes of the White Sox came out and says, I want to participate in the home run derby, even though he's only got seven bombs. Should Major League Baseball say, yes, your mean, you're our guy out in Colorado? No. 
What the? Oh, Wait, <laughs> how many home runs do you have? You? How many home runs does he have? Seven. Then no. Get the Wait, get the big stop. boppers in there. What are you talking about? I need to see. I need to see Acuna. I need to see. We we already, we already talked about this. Otani needs to be there. He's in. Uh, I want to see Vlad Jr. I want to see guys that smash the ball, dude. Like I love your mean great story. Who has hit the most famous home run of the first half so far? It doesn't matter, man. Yes, Come it on. does. Absolutely. I want to see Willens Ostadio be his BP pitcher out there. <laughs> that would be good. Okay, if he did that, he's in for me. That's about yes. it, though. Now, I will admit that your mean not only is he, I believe that he is tied for 83rd in home runs yeah. in the show right now. He's not, he doesn't, not only is he down the ladder in that category, he's not even first among guys whose first name starts with Y. <laughs> Yasmani's Yasmani. got more. Yuli's got more. He is tied with Yachty at 83rd. So, but I want him. If the guy wants to be out there and wear that awesome medallion around his neck, you're telling me that the fan base wouldn't be pumped up to watch You know why guy? he wants in, bro? It's because there's a purse now. There's money to be made. He's a he's he played independent ball. He yeah, you know, took him forever. Okay, to I, major leagues. I like like just so he has a chance to win that money. I'm down for that. But Gonzo in the chat just wrote Acuna, Guerrero, Tatis, Otani. Like, give me that, and I'm good. And Gallo. Yeah. I want to see boppers, bro. Like, this isn't. I also think, you know, you need to hit home runs during the regular season f to be in this. Like you should have to earn this because of the purse. And I just think it's, it's cool. I don't want to see the same guys over and over. Like, yeah, we could have Stanton and we could have judge and Pete Alonzo and all these guys like that's, that would be awesome. But I want, I think you should have to earn it. Like we should have the top five home run hitters oh, that year. No, go do no, it. No, no, no. Why not? No, no, no. Why not? Because, um, well, I don't know. Do you want Adelise Garcia? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He is the right. crap out of the ball, man. I would love I, to see listen, that. I'm with you too. I, I actually don't mind that one. Maybe yeah. I, you know, I, I have an affinity for Cuban ball players, So yes, I want to see. I it. do too. I do too. Um, so I was wrong here. I, I do want him. <laughs> I do want him in there. It's tough. All right. Uh, what do you have going on John Boy Media? Do we have another sequence out today? Sequence comes out today. We're talking about this uh, cool play um, with the Padres and the sh some of the shifts they pull. Uh, one that saved the game against the Mets. Uh, Manny Machado was basically playing right field. Weird play, but cool. And uh, then I'm going to go out, and we're pre-recording our Talking Baseball for tomorrow. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, what All do you right. got? Uh, just one more day of prep work for Giolito and the guy that caught him in his no-hitter. Uh, James McCann is going to join us from the New York Mets. It's a lot of good stuff nice. to talk about. They're, yeah, they're good buddies. Um and obviously, catching the Grom is, has been another experience. So I can't, I can't wait to ask uh, McCann the differences between catching the Grom and Giolito. Dude, Giolito pumped McCann up so much. I think he got him an extra like ten million dollars. Yeah, you know he loves him. He loves. Yeah. It's funny because what I do is I, I always ask the guys, hey, are you comfortable having so and so on the show? Because I don't know clubhouse dynamics. I don't know how close guys are, and I put in McCann. And within two seconds, he's like, yes, yes, yes. Let me go ask him. I nice. said, okay, perfect. Love that. Perfect. Yeah, it's cool. So just putting the finishing touches on that show, get ready for tomorrow. Cool. But before that, I will have another Instagram Live with my man, Trevor Plouffe, coming your way Wednesday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, 8.30 a.m. Pacific. Have a wonderful day. Tell the boys I say hi, okay? I will. I will. Jesse Winker in the Home Run Derby, too.
That's another good one. Well, we got and Castellanos. There's so many guys I want to see. Dang it. Yeah, but we're going to have uh, uh, like 45 guys in the home run derby. Don't worry. It'll <laughs> take us all the way to Friday of that week. Perfect. Everybody have a great day. Enjoy your baseball. See you guys.